Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. the crack everybody yeah listen to the discus larry a collective podcast once again we kind of got a flight at the start of that there though i was like what the fuck oh yeah <laughs> i'm sick of that but anyway yeah so welcome back to the discus larry a collective podcast we haven't done one of these in a while i'm warren here with daryl and uh yeah we've been away for over a week now but realistically you know i mean we just got signed to wwe i mean uh storyline writer whatever you want to call it booker so yeah induction courses uh, speaking of courses, every single meal paid for. Thank you, Vincent <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> no, I'm joking, joking. Obviously not. <laughs> for your old Tesco meal deal. <laughs> That's actually what we've been eating, yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good to be back anyway. But um, So we're going to do this kind of, um, I suppose you could say, like fantasy booking kind of thing. Uh, I suppose we could use that line from Brian Pillman that we were saying. Uh, Stop booking, man. I respect you, Mr. Booker, man. So uh, yeah. we're going to do like a bit of a raw rebuild because raw still, yeah, pretty much the lowest of low right now in terms of all the weekly wrestling. So, yeah, what better way to start and let's get the trowels out, boys. <laughs> Is that a bit of weeding? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically what we're going to do is we're just going to go through the, the raw roster and basically swap mm-hmm. around a few people with SmackDown. We'll keep it just to SmackDown. Um, well, now. if you want, if you want to dip one toe into the NXT waters, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> into into uncharted territory. But uh, <laughs> I haven't actually watched that much NXT since the last pay per view, so I'll, yeah, I couldn't couldn't tell you too much to be honest. But um, yeah, so what we'll do is start off. I won't read out every single member of the roster, probably not. But um, what I'll do is I'm just looking at it here, so. In alphabetical order, I suppose, yeah. In terms of big names, we've AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, uh, Bray Wyatt, Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, uh, Jeff Hardy, I suppose you could say. Elias is pretty big as well. Um, Keith Lee, who's still out. John Morrison, The Miz, Kofi Kingston, Lindsay Dorado. No, believe him to the side. <laughs> so, um, Matt Riddle, uh, MVP, big, big kind of name there. Almost Randy Orton, Ricochet. Uh, who else we have Seamus Shelton Benjamin and then Xavier Woods I suppose I suppose you could say T-Bar and Mace as well in terms of the lads Um, if they were booked correctly maybe drop them ridiculous yeah. names but um, so in terms of the men's division anyway it is actually Jinder Mahal returned recently as well he's on He's on there Um, in terms of the, the, the men's kind of division I suppose you could look at it in a few tiers you could have say like lower mid kind of not even jobbers, but just lower mid cards, mid cards, and then I suppose main eventers. Um, I I do think they need they need a new main eventer. Like if if I could go in there to say tomorrow and just kind of mix things up, I'd have a new main eventer over there from say SmackDown, 
um, like the likes of Seth Rollins, say sitting on SmackDown, and I understand he's do, he's doing some deadly work. Don't get me wrong, like around them, like dipping around the mid card. Now, obviously, he has looks like a feud with uh, Roman Reigns coming up, but uh, I think he could have helped the past few months on Raw. Do you know what I mean? Before WrestleMania and stuff. But um, actually, no, I won't move Seth Rollins yet. Actually, no, because I want to see Rollins and Reigns. Um, do you know what I think it'd be cool to bring uh, Cesaro over there because he's after being beaten by Roman Reigns, clean as well. I think it'd be cool to have Cesaro jump ship. It'd be like. Right, I'll, I'll try my hand over here. And it'd be almost, it'd be kind of cool actually if he just started kind of chopping away at the main event scene, do you know what I mean? Like maybe forced off, you might see him a big kind of upset to take out the likes of Braun Strowman, do you know what I mean? Because he, because Cesaro is pretty much the strongest man, I think, on like WWE television. I think him and Big E are up there. Like, so I think that'd be pretty cool. So I think I'd, I'd move Cesaro over. Um, I think I'd send Keith Lee the other way to SmackDown. Uh, what else would I do? RK Bro, Matt Riddle, and uh, Randy Orton. Although it's pretty cool, I it's it's just going to be the same tried and true thing when it comes to Randy Orton in a tag team, isn't it? He's just going to turn on him eventually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, you can, the writing's on the wall already. Like he just, he just didn't even want to be with him, so uh, I'd probably break them up. But I don't even know what I do with them to be honest, because I don't want to see Randy in the in the main event. Do you know what I mean? Would you move Randy over to SmackDown? I'd like to see Randy back on SmackDown and in the Intercontinental title picture, like the way he was in the Go For, and and maybe it's just because I'm a sucker for the old that kind of belt, like the title, the championship design, or whatever. I'd like to see him win the IC title and bring back that little oval one that Chris Jericho always had and Randy Orton had and stuff like that. I'd like that. Um, I'm trying to think of like tag teams because I know like Raw kind of suffers from tag teams. I feel like they they broke up the whole business obviously a few like weeks ago. And then they broke them up again. I suppose you could say, well, Shetland Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are gone now. They're not teaming up anymore either, which is kind of annoying because I think that was the only thing they could really do at the time. So now it's just, I think, yeah, you'll see them getting lost in the shuffle over the next few weeks. Um, there's a fellow there, Riddick Moss as well. He's injured, I think, but he, he didn't do one. Um, he looked a business though. He did look... He looks great. Good physique and stuff like that to him. So, yeah, I don't know what happened, but because they were already were pushing him giving him right. a really big push at start so yeah I think he was injured so yeah Ricochet would be one I'd move he'd be one of the key ones I'd move because I think he can although he's not the most charismatic person obviously he's not the, the best on the mic I do think he has a lot to offer and WWE fans who mightn't have seen him in New Japan or say Lucha Underground or any other promotion really they still haven't seen Ricochet as Ricochet do you know what I mean um, do you think he'd give him rebrand him like back to kind of what he was with like a say a face mask and stuff like that or oh like Prince Puma kind of thing that he was doing yeah yeah that'd be deadly um I think that, I actually think that'd work for him in WWE to be honest yeah um, because as as I literally just said he's not the most charismatic and I think that would definitely help it's like Rey Mysterio Rey Mysterio is not the best promo but he has an allure to him do you know what I mean and obviously he's a legend like but I mean even back in the day he wasn't he wasn't the best promo so I think if they if they lack a certain amount of charisma. Hang a mask on him. Why not? Look at Mick Foley. <laughs> no, Mick Foley was great anyway, but <laughs> but uh, he always talks about that. He's like, oh yeah, they put a mask on me and they put me in brown bottoms, and they just didn't want me to do anything. <laughs> like, um, so I think yeah, I think Ricochet it'd be deadly to see him under a mask and then bang him on SmackDown. Or if not, if they didn't want it and they they think do you know what Ricochet, we can give like, we could just kind of give SmackDown a bit of a shake up, send them over there and just let him do like the ricochet thing like he has some great matches on the next day like Adam Cole is the standout one there when um he hit the he was doing the big lion salt and Adam Cole hit him with the super kick when he was in midair stuff like that like do you know what I mean he's just he's ridiculously good 
yeah, he's a bit flippy for some people's t- liking or whatever, but I, I think he's deadly. And I think he's still smackdown down to the ground, to be honest with you. If I could put him anywhere, I'd probably actually put him in the cruiserweight division on the next day with the likes of Escobar, um, Kushida, Jordan Devlin and stuff like that. I think that's where you'll see Ricochet as absolute best. But I think SmackDown could be good for him. And especially he'd be around more people who almost were in that same pool of like, we didn't know how good they were as a promo until they got a bit more mic time. I think he'd get that more yeah. so on SmackDown. Um, he did a really bad Seamus impression as well on Raw, just gone. Pretty poor. I'm not sure if you're saying that's rotten. No. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with them kind of two or three for now and then I'll, I'll hand it over to you. Is there anyone you kind of want to see on Raw? Or you'd move from Raw? Yeah, like there was a storyline that I wanted, I wanted to kind of go in the SmackDown direction, but with this, I can kind of pull it towards Raw. And that would be now, this is kind of bringing people back, um, someone that we hadn't seen in a while that will seem strange to a few people. Um, but this will be kind of a stable, and it's got to do with Alpha Academy bringing over onto Raw. Um, I'm going to have them kind of starting off feuding with New Day. So uh, they're feuding with them and then they're getting their heads thumped in. Uh, Jason Jordan comes back and, you know, they're all thumping New Day around. So there's your Alpha Academy, the three three lads. And then Big E's music hits. Uh, Big E comes down to make the save. But he turns around and absolutely destroys the New Day. Oh, And then... You've got the Alpha Academy, who's Jason Jordan, Otis, Chad Gable, and Big E, who's the leader. But then eventually down the line, I think Keith Lee to come back. And then that's your main stable. So your main event guy who's going to just take over Raw is Big E. He's the leader. And then maybe have Keith Lee going for the US title. And then there was, I was thinking it either Jason Jordan or kind of having Shelton Benjamin going into it and kind of guiding Otis. And Chad Gable kind of down the, the taglines and have him kind of as a manager coach. Savage. But yeah, I, I think the, the five of them or six, whatever way you'd want to go with that, as a, the Alpha Academy would bring a bit more kind of um, structure. Kind of, like there's no real, like you have the Samoan dynasty or whatever you want to call it with, with um, Roman Reigns and stuff. And that it's obviously working. Look. So yeah. if you had something like that, that you could kind of build on, on Raw, I think that would be deadly. They, they dropped the ball on the purposes. Yeah. Big so, time. like, they're lads that aren't getting necessarily that big main event kind of push. But if you went down that direction with them, I think they could just take over Raw. Like, yeah, so you'd have a, a, a great tag team. You'd have um, Keith Lee, say, going for the United States title. And then you'd have Big E wanting to go for that um, world title. And then if you had just Shelton Benjamin or Jason Jordan, whatever you wanted to kind of do with it, you could go whatever direction. But, yeah. That's what I kind of go down. That's savage. That's that's class as well. Like, and I'm not just blowing smoke, but that's how a faction should be. Do you know what I mean? It should be built up of kind of like you have established stars in certain aspects, but yet they haven't hit certain heights. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all well and good, say, having five guys who have won the world championship. Do you know what I mean? Or that fucking 50 million time tag team champion, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? But this kind of thing of like the Alpha Academy who they're knocking on the door of being one of the, they're the most entertaining tag team, I think, apart from the Street, street Profits, I think, right now. I love the Alpha Academy. I think they're deadly. And then the likes of Biggie, obviously, star. Absolute stud, that chap. And yeah. Keith Lee as well. Again, we haven't seen much of him, which is a wreck ahead. Because on NXT, obviously, everyone loved him. 
And then when he came in at the Royal Rumble two years ago and he was face to face with Brock Lesnar, my God. Like, or actually, I feel like I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about that because that was amazing. Oh, he wasn't expecting that like that. Do you know what I mean? Like when he yeah. came out and then Lesnar was taking the fish, he's like, oh, big boy and all. And then like he knocked Lesnar down with a running shoulder and stuff. And you could see he was pumped to be out there and the crowd just on their feet. And it's just like WWE, sometimes they can't have, it feels like they won't allow a star to be naturally kind of born of themselves, Jeremy. Yeah. It feels like they have to put their own sprinkler on it, which sometimes ruins it. It's like when he came up to Raw and they start changing his music now. Do you know what I mean? They change his music, they put him in like a, a singlet on top of the shorts, and it just looked very it looked almost like a created wrestler of a game. It looked very weird. Um again, obviously he he might have been comfortable enough with it and same with the music, that's cool. I'm not saying like, oh, WWE or the worst, but I'm saying it feels like they can't allow something like that to happen. Do you know what I mean? It feels like they have to have that finger in all the pies almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this guy's getting over. Right, let's make a ridiculous T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> let's make him wear a pendant. <laughs> so, it's just, they just have to do it. Um, but that faction, my God, I'd be all over that. All over. That's what I mean. It's not It's not consistent of like, you know, you're not pulling your your top end guys and just mashing them together because they're big superstars. Like you're, you're taking guys who are kind of not getting, they're not noticed that much. Yeah, they are. They're, they're tag team champs and they're, they're intercontinental champs and this, that, and the other. But like that's giving them that push, bringing them back and giving them that push then again. And you're making the Alpha Academy. Like, why are you calling it the Alpha Academy? Like, make it more. Yeah. Make it mean something more. If you're calling it an academy, make it bigger. An academy is bigger than two people. Yeah. So that that's where the opportunity, that's why I was sitting down and was thinking, yeah, look, that, that could be something that could actually work. So um, another thing that I'd probably bring to the table um would be carrying cross maybe coming in and having a feud with um the faint. So I think that would yeah, I think that'd work. Like th- you don't need to say anything really about it. I think it'd just work. Yeah. Like how how would it not work? I think yeah. that'd be great. So you've got um the Alpha Academy taking over because this big faction and then you've got that kind of um allure presence like it doesn't need a title. Yeah. So you've got Karrion Cross and then uh, The Fiend, which is great. Yeah, I think that'd be savage <laughs> I, think that, I think that needs to happen down the line, yeah. And even at that, like, you could have, like, I don't know why, but I think um, you could fit Damien Priest kind of into them storylines, either him feuding with, like, then The Fiend, you know, down into the, a next, another pay-per-view, or Karrion Cross versus Damien Priest and then leading into The Fiend. But, yeah, yeah that would be kind of... What'd you say? A few open doors there with the with the fiend and carrying cross and stuff like that. And the likes of carrying cross, I think it'd be cool to see. What would you say if he was feuding with the fiend? It'd be cool to see him come in and just be like, right, say face to face with him or some sort of like I don't know supernatural shit going on with with the fiend, and then carrying cross just unfazed by completely, and then almost to the point where it's annoying Bray Wyatt when he's doing the split personality thing. He's like, oh, why are you not afraid? He's like, why should I be afraid? Do you know what I mean? And then I'd yeah. love nothing more than to hear someone on a mic and just turn around and say, when was the last time you won a match? Do you know what I mean? Something like that and pure like put him in his place almost and then that's where the Fiend loses his mind and go then almost, I suppose you could say like Michael Myers out Halloween or that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like right, this all powerful presence. You can't stop him. I mean, like in Halloween, Michael Myers gets roasted with a lot of bullets at one stage and he comes up out of the pool and stuff. Not a bother to him. Do you know what I mean? That's it's one of them things they should have built them like they did build them like that at first, but then he loses the Goldberg in like wherever it was, Saudi Arabia or something like that. And you're just like, wow, 
with a, yeah. with an absolute botch jackhammer. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like someone like carrying cross just standing there, like stone face, you like, why should I be afraid? It's like, yeah, you don't really. It's not even like you, you don't even intimidate me in the slightest. Do you know what I mean? And it'd be funny if you took the piss. He's like, I'd be more intimidated by your puppets. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Alexa Bliss would be more intimidated, boy. And then he's like, oh, going mad now. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. And he's like snapping, da 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 da. See him ripping the head off a puppet or something. He's like, oh, I'm going to get this. Puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Be deadly. Um, so, yeah, that'd be kind of my, my two main kind of deals there. Kind of things to go. Yeah. Like, you, you obviously, you haven't even touched on AJ Styles then. You have Bobby Lashley who could fit into a lot of them feuds. Yeah. I, I think totally. as well, with the likes of Lashley, I think. Um, was a him and Roman could have a banger, I think. Them two could, yeah. But again, I feel like uh, I wouldn't even mind actually. Yeah, Lashley hasn't really lost in a while, so I suppose if he lost to Roman Reigns, it wouldn't be too bad. Um, and it, it'd actually be deadly if they had kept the whole business together and stuff like that. It would have been nice to see maybe coming up the Survivor Series, then the fantasy booking kind of things you could have. You'd be like, oh, maybe they'll do the whole business against the small dynasty. Do you know what I mean? Raw versus SmackDown, that would have been whopper like. But obviously, they, they, they kill the whole business with looks things. and like, I do think they, they can still come back from it if they have the right players in place. Do you know what I mean? Like the likes of, we said it before as well, the like Keith Lee coming in to the whole business, that would have been perfect. And I still think they could still do that. I honestly think they could because the fact that he's been off the TV so long now, did be it'd be almost, I suppose you could say, like, like the writing on the wall in front of you if you'd see Bobby Lashley almost lose the title to say Braun Strowman or Drew again, something like that. And then what next? Keith Lee strolls out. Do you know what I mean? Slides into the ring after a ref bump. It takes out thing, whatever, Drew or Braun Strowman. Imagine him hitting Braun Strowman with that big giant pop-up powerbomb thing. My God, spirit of bomb through the absolute ring. And then there you go. <laughs> Bobby Lashley retains the title, shakes his hand, and then there's your whole business rebuild from there. Then, do you know what I mean? And then if you want to get, the like, guy think they, they'd be deadly with a woman in it as well. Um, especially the way like you still have Charlotte on Raw and she's like oh she obviously it feels like Charlotte's going to win the title every time she's on the telly do you know what I mean it feels like oh, they're going to put it on her now this week oh, they're going to put it on her at the pay-per-view so I think if you had a woman in there and it's almost like the way you have the shenanigans to happen with the whole business a bit like we're always distracting people and then it feels like Charlotte can't get a win and there's the, then you could have Charlotte as a, a face where she needs to kind of climb back up the rank a bit because she always just comes back and she's just number one contender all the time do you know what I mean so um yeah, I think it me, wouldn't surprise me if they they put uh, Eva Marie with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that actually, oh, that'd be deadly. I was thinking me a year my force because I was thinking, oh, because she's with Keith Lee as well, keep it all together. But actually, that that would make more sense, I think, with Eva Marie, especially the way she's uh, she's almost a natural heel as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people just hate her because she's not great in the ring. They just hate her because of that as well, especially like the the smart marks or whatever. Like that people are just like, oh, she's not a wrestler, blah 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 blah, blah. and then you're like. Yeah, with your crank and hog to our picture chef, give it over. <laughs> <laughs> oink, oink. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even more, they'd be savage with them, actually. Um, yeah, and I imagine I like, I've a feeling she will win the title. I know a lot of people will probably disagree with it, but I think she's been out of business for so long. They're after bringing her back for a reason. Like, you know, she wasn't active. I'd say she will win it. But imagine that, like, your women's champ and Bobby Lashley, men's champ yeah. together. And then obviously then bring in one or two other people with the hurt business or whatever like that. If you wanted to rebuild it, as you said, like Yeah. Well, there you man. go. Yeah. I just thought as well, actually, because she was kind of she's always pictured with your man, uh Parker Bordeaux or whatever his name is. Um it'd be cool if they brought maybe him and um Rick Steiner's son in as part of the whole business. A bit of added muscle even, do you know what I mean? Just to kind of get them that experience of being around the guys. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the likes of them two fellas, though. Um, Rick Steinerson. I feel pure bad because I can't remember his name. I think his name is Bronson, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to get that wrong, but I think it's Bronson. <laughs> but um, him and Yaman Parker, I think like, the way they feel, well, especially Yaman Parker, the way he's on Twitter, on Twitter every day, follows everyone back constantly. Like, oh, how's my fans doing? He's always in the spotlight. It feels like if they put him on NXT, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. I think, and I, don't, yeah. I know he's re- very young and he's, as they say, green as and goose shit and all this, whatever, but it's that kind of thing that you need on Raw. Do you know what I mean? Someone to come in, a young kid, or even someone like from like I don't know years past, something like that. You just need someone to come in and just make a statement. Do you know what I mean? Like Lesnar did it himself years ago, like in you know, O2. Like when I was watching back through that, I just remember Lesnar on SmackDown. But he actually started on Raw. The Raw after WrestleMania 18, he slides into the ring and absolutely takes out Goldust, I think, and else now. And he does it the next Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley for sorry, actually, yeah, that's what it is. And then the next few weeks he starts wilting his way through these guys. And then he wins the hardcore title, as far as I remember. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's just like, wow, this guy, he's, he's only 23 or 24 years of age. He's huge. Da, 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 da. You're like, yeah, that's that's what you need. Imagine them two behemoths coming down to the ring. Do you know what I mean? Deadly. Like you could have, like, if you had, say, Lesnar come back into the ring or whatever like that and just does a whatever, I'm back, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, your man Parker Bordreau comes down and the two of them just stare at each off. other. Your man Parker doesn't say that, and he just kind of looks at him mm. and it just absolutely makes mince meat of Brock Lesnar. Oh, bold that's statements. It. That, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Like, imagine, like, there, there you go. Man. And that's it. A made man straight away. Yeah. One, one five minute segment, if even that. Yeah. There you go. There's your new superstar in the make. Yeah. That's it. And you know, that's it. Leave it at that. Just let him come down to the ring every so often and just make mince meat of small superstars. Yeah. But the fact he just walked away down straight off the bat is deadly. Like, yeah, I don't need like Lesnar, that's what I can do to him. Yeah, and now I'm just gonna pick the little weak things, just get rid of them, yeah, get them out of my way. Conor McGregor, and then Lesnar is gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be savage. And if they're face facing the ring, obviously, the crowd, if the crowd was out there, they'd be eating that shit up. And then, like, I know me personally. I'll be pretending to scream at the telly. I'm gonna. Say, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna scream at the telly because realistically I won't. I'll be like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> Sit there, like, <laughs> like a mouse. Because <laughs> it's, it's at two o'clock in the morning over here. I'm not gonna be wrong now. Who's down? But um, <laughs> was I gonna say? Yeah, stuff like that. Them two face face. I'll be like, whoa. Sitting there in their SpongeBob socks watching. <laughs> oh my god, god, that's that's an inside joke for him. That time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah no I, I would imagine sitting there and be like what the fuck and then if Lesnar was just like ah, like see it around here or something touches his hair or, do you know what I mean just kind of brushes past him and then Reef Lesnar back I don't have some mad finisher do you know what I mean I hope they don't give a shit finisher though. do you know what I mean oh. like if you look at the F5 that's it like that was his finisher from day one pretty much. well I know when OBW yeah. we used to shoot in Star Press but from day one on WWE that was it it's like a, yeah. a video of Triple H talking to Apollo Crews do you ever see that and uh, he's talking about how Apollo Crews is so menacing looking. And he's like, but you're always smiling. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, drop the smile. Drop. He's just sitting, to, sitting sitting, with him at the ring. Like, he's like, drop, you should drop the smile. He's like, nah, nah, nah. And then he, I think he gets him to say something or do something without smiling. And he's pure like, like, you know, trying not to do it. He's like, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he's asking what his finisher was. And I can't remember Apollo Crews' fourth finisher. But then he says to him, you should do something with a bit more impact. Like, the size of you. Do something with an impact because then people are like, whoa, 
that it makes it stand out. Like, I think he gets him to do a power bomb then, and he's like, "That's it, that's money." It's one of them things. You know I mean, and I think yeah, like moves can make or break a star. But I think yeah, if they came in and they had something like an F five or something crazy like that. Yeah, like Whoa. what's that move? It's a, it's like a rock bottom, but you don't like drop. You just kind of get them up and then just drop them. Like a you're an Aggie or something. It's called, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like imagine that. Like just something simple. Yeah. That and say like uh, Bradshaw's clothesline from hell or something. Yeah. Simple moves like this. This you don't need to be doing that. But that's it. They're not moving. They're like, oh, there you go. See you yeah. later. Big discus Larry. Why not? <laughs> there you yeah. go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> that that'd be my finisher. But you have to make a big, you have to make a big noise. I mean, like if you're doing one of them big or like, and then I mean, get one of them kind of noises going, like um, that. That's when you're doing a discus, Larry. Your whole hair to be just wrapped around your face. Oh, stop! Yeah, I'd, I'd miss them completely. Airball, <laughs> and then hopefully they'd sell. If not, it'd look like a fool. <laughs> but, uh, but then again, if they if they sold, they'd look like a fool as well. And then it'd be all over Batchamania, and I'd be <laughs> famous. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Accepting bookings, book Warren and Gary. At gmail.com, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I suppose we'll move on to the women's division just to kind of rejig something there. If like before we jump off, I suppose, um, I think Becky, like Raw needs Becky Lynch, um, 100%. I think personally, I do, I do think that. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, because you have Bianca Belair, Bailey, stuff like that on SmackDown. I think they're doing some good stuff, do you know what I mean? I don't really mind that. Uh, Sasha obviously hasn't been seen since WrestleMania. Um, Camelia happened as well. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, if they wanted to, I was gonna say bring Sasha Banks over to SmackDown, but we've seen Sasha and Bailey now for a while, and yeah, and we already seen Sasha and Bianca. So yeah, maybe Jesus. Yeah, Becky to Raw. Um, fuck it, Carmella to Raw for something different. Well, I know she's been on Raw before, but, uh, and then let me see. Um, I'm trying to look here, Shayna Baszler has a SmackDown. Let her absolutely dominate. Let her go through everyone. Warren's got all the divas on his on his yoke there in Braz and Tom. That's what he's looking at now. That's what he hit. That's how he's doing things. Yeah. <laughs> all them loading screens from SmackDown too, and all like oh Paul's and all. That's what it is. Um, yeah, Shane Bay's at SmackDown. That needs to happen. It needs to happen as soon as possible. Um, in my eyes, anyway. Alexa Bliss, maybe take some time off. I'm sick of it. I don't care. It's it's like Sasha Banks. I was kind of getting sick of her, but like with the feud leading up to her and Bianca, but then the match was an absolute belt out, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see more. And now she's not here, and I'm like, ah, I actually don't mind it. Sorry, take some time off. You know, because um, really, see, you really, you only really see the same six women, and they're recycled a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not seeing if you are not seeing, I <laughs> say, Asuka and Charlotte feuding. You'll see Bailey and uh, Sasha feuding. Do you know what I mean? Or they'll be in a tag team and there'll be a bit of animosity here or there. That kind of thing. Or if they'll switch the heel and face. It's always It always feels like it's the same four to six women. And I think with the likes of... I, I've just seen here, actually, it says Eva Marie is is on Raw. I forgot about that, actually, yeah. Because you're saying that she'd be in the whole business. Yeah, yeah. Offer, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, so even start, like, yeah, building someone else. You know what I mean? I think it'd be pretty cool. It's funny because all, all I was doing earlier in the year, I was like, oh, build Rhea Ripley, build Bianca Belair. And I'm like, build someone new. But... Uh, I don't mean straight into the pictures. I just mean something fresh. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, the women's division is actually really hard to even maneuver, to be honest. I, I like the NXT women's division better, I think. I don't know about you. Yeah, but yeah I don't know if there's anyone you would move around from Ron SmackDown. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't really move it around. Just looking at the roster, like like the Raw ro- women's roster is actually stacked. Mm. Like if you if you got rid of that, um, the tag 
team kind of side of it. I, I, yeah, like I, I genuinely would push Mandy Rose. I think Mandy Rose could be a star. Mm. Um, she's not getting enough in ring time. As even in in a tag match, if she's in a tag match, she's not getting enough in ring time. If she got singles run properly, mm. I think she could be a star, like a proper like. She's got the look to her, like yeah. like as as Trish did or whatever before. So I think if she turned or on Dana, is it Dana? Yeah, or if Dana turned on her, maybe and then keep had Mandy in, yeah. keep Mandy face, and then she goes on, and then she has like say a non-title match, or if she had a like that time and she faced Charlotte, she yeah. just beat Charlotte, and yeah. that's it. You're like, what the fuck just happened? And next thing you know, yeah, she's just up running against uh, Rhea Ripley as he's having absolute stellar matches all the way up, like trying to get after Rhea Ripley and then wins the title. Like that's something so fresh. You're like, what the fuck has just happened? Yeah. And then she's fighting against Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is coming back at her now again after she has the title. And then like it's all, it's, it's completely new and fresh. And then like you said, maybe have Carmella over. Dana Brooke uh, versus Carmella or Carmella versus Mandy Rose or... Anything like that. And then you have even Marie then coming into the mix. And that's like a whole different women's division. And then you're not even touching the likes of Charlotte and, and Becky and who else is on it? Like Rhea Ripley. Yeah, keep her obviously in it. She's new. Yeah. Asuka, Alexa Bliss. Like so many. You have Naomi there as well, actually. Nia Jack, yeah. Shayna Baszler. I haven't even mentioned that. Yeah. But that's, you're building complete new stars into the women's division. And then add in a women's mid, mid card uh, belt. Yeah. That that that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, and I think because of the women's tag team kind of division, it is like a lot of them are suffering from it. Like Naomi was top of our game over say about two years ago. I think that's when she was real. Like you were like, whoa! It felt like you couldn't even miss a Naomi match because they were actually really good. Like you know I mean, they were pure stellar matches. And then she's in a tag team with Lana. Then you look, I say Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler killed everyone on the next day. Do you know what I mean? And then not two years ago, one year ago, I don't know, she was like fighting Becky Lynch for the title and now she's thrown to a tag team. So there's two big ones anyway that are suffering from it. And then Mandy Rose is another one. She was starting to be billed as a star and then again, gone into a tag team. And and they're not even big tag teams or gold tag teams, you know what I mean? They're just tag teams for the sake of it. I feel like I've said yeah. tag team about a million one times, but whatever, it's that's what we're on. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's actually horrible like, to see because there's so many great ones. You just them three alone, Naomi, Mandy Rose, and Shayna Baszler. Like, and yet, yet they're not getting, like, as you said, the ring time. And even if they were and they were losing week in, week out, that's grand. But if they were having even five minutes, you'd be you'd be impressed to the point where you're like, do you know what? All right, I want to see more. But you're not even getting that. You're getting a two, two and a half minute squash that might even have ads in it. Do you know what I mean? And the same winners are the same dodgy finish every week. So, yeah, I think drop the tag team thing. I'm with you on that. And then just have them all like rebuild or build new single stars. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like have a women's TV title or whatever. And then, like, so while someone's chasing that title, yeah, you've got the rest that are kind of fighting for something else and it's keeping relevant. Yeah. Instead of the tag team match, like, it's just, yeah. tag team is just, it's really gone stale now at the minute. We haven't yeah. got enough women's superstars to be proper giving you fresh matches. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like, only you seeing yeah, you need to have a roster of about, what, 25, 30 women. Mm. Like, to be, you know, going for tag team titles and a, and a mid-card belt and a and a heavyweight belt. Yeah. Like, you can't, how many do they have? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. They have 13 there women on the Raw roster. 
one of them has the title, two have the the um the tag team belts. It's yeah. left with ten women who are split between. Actually, yeah, well, one hasn't even made her appearance yet. Alexa Bliss isn't even doing that. Yeah. So you have what eight, eight or nine that are just what mixed between tag tag teams and singles. Yeah. So yeah, let's get rid of the tag belts, get a mid car belt in, and yeah. Either that or else bump up your, your women's roster. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I completely agree, yeah, because it, it, it's just, I, I, yeah, it, there's nothing else to say about it. It's literally, it's just, it's so bad as tag teams. Like, if you look back, I say Edge, Christian, Hardy, Sudleys, um, who else did we have? Hardcore oh. and Crash Holly. Yeah, <laughs> that's mad that we both went to them number four. Yeah, yeah, APA. APA. Um, Billy and Chuck. Yeah, Billy and Chuck. You had, what were they called? Uh, right to center, right to center. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you could even throw in the likes of the headbangers and stuff around the late uh, the, yeah. New Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws. Yeah, that's a lot of tag teams already, and there's probably yeah, ones that are staring at me. Well, at one stage, yeah, had, what uh, Coyne Toy at, at, at one point as well. Yeah, and what were they? What were they fucking knobs called? The Spirit Squad. <laughs> the Spirit Squad, yeah. If you would jump at about 10 years in the future, I think. Quite into the Spirit Squad. <laughs> There's a comedy match that I would pay to say, actually. If you think about oh, it, it'd be gas. Um, yeah, so the women's division, pretty much, yeah, as well. So that sums it up, really. It is a great like talent pool, but it's just not, it's not it when it comes to tag teams and this, that, and the other. Yeah, kind of just pulling them, stretching them thin. Um, so I suppose in terms of closing this out, just to kind of have it all, I suppose, together, if anyone is watching this to the end, after about 50 minutes of chatting. <laughs> but, uh, let's see. So if you were to... So let me see. Uh, yeah, tag team champions, your world champion, your women's champion, and the United States is on Raw. So yeah, United States champion. What would you have as... Would you have them as that group you are saying? The Alpha Academy? Would you have them having a clean sweep? Uh I don't think I'd have it as a clean sweep, no. I think I'd have um, Big E as world champ. I'd have uh, Otis and Chad Gable as tag champs. And the United States Championship, I'd probably have to give it to uh, probably AJ Styles to keep that kind of real kind of, what's called a prestige on a, on a title. You know, yeah. give it a real kind of, it's not. It's not just being getting lost in the shuffle. That you're having your kind of one of these main superstars Carry kind it. of still win. I know. I know. Sheamus has it, but like AJ Styles is, you know, he's a bigger name. Yeah. So even though AJ is bigger than Big E, AJ has the lower belt. Yeah. So it's a good way of kind of keeping everything kind of balanced. Uh, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, it's like Benoit with the US title. Um. Yeah. Near the end of his kind of life, whatever, he had the US title. And he was having like a best of seven series with Booker T and stuff, and it was just most watched yeah. TV. Like, <laughs> uh, like imagine that then, yeah. AJ Styles versus um, Keith Lee for the US title, best of seven. Oh my God, print the popcorn baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh fucking hell! Yeah, dead right. That would be all over. Like white on rice. Yes. <laughs> 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 Petty for Lou. Um, who would you have as yeah women's champion? Even Marie. Would you go with that? Uh, no, I'd probably go with Mandy Rose. Something different. Oh, Mandy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably go with her. Just because she got she got the push. You know, she was getting thrown into the limelight for, for so long. Just give it to her. See what she can do with it. Yeah. And it's given something new and fresh completely to Raw. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I think. What about you? 
Um, Let me hear it. Let's have it. Let's have it. In the wars of uh, Delia Smith. Where are you? Let's be having you. <laughs> um, I will go with the women's champion. So let me see. So you know what? I'll go with Naomi. Um, just because I feel like she's well overdue. Um, even if you look back from when she first came in as part of the Funk of Actles, I think. Remember with Brodus Clay yeah. and thing? Yeah, yeah. All the, the way from back there. Yeah, the absolute hog. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back there. And then if you look at how how well she's come on since, I think at least one title run, like jump in, I'm I'm for a good long while. But yeah, I'll go with Naomi for the women's, uh, for the tag team titles. Hmm, that's where I hit a wall now. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Oh, tag titles. Tag titles is an awkward oh. one now for me. I might go with Jesus. I'm gonna go with Miz and Morrison. <laughs> Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Oh, look at that, the Wyatt family back at it again. That's a good shout, in fairness. Do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see... Uh, oh, actually, it's completely our left field If because I was saying about putting Ricochet and SmackDown, but if Ricochet stays on Raw, I'm going to put Ricochet in the tag team with Jeff Hardy. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to put the belts on them. Two boys who are high flying. One who's really good at it. One who used to be really good at it. And looks like he hurts himself and he does a swanton bomb nowadays. So I'm going to put him in there. <laughs> so I'm going to go... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you always were lands on them as well, like if you're on that chest. But I'll go with them two boys as a tag team. And then let me see. US. Go on. I'll give it to Keith Lee. Why not? Big Keith. And then world champion, Cesaro. I'm going to put on Cesaro. Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, because he's coming over to Raw. He needs that big, juicy push. Let him, do you know what? Actually, let him beat Bobby Lashley in about five seconds. Yeah. Because yeah. he needs a new suit. He's wearing his dad suit. <laughs> It'll fit, <laughs> but yeah, Cesaro for world champ for me. I I said it actually when we were doing like WrestleMania predictions. In about six months' time, he's gonna be world champ. Let's do Cesaro. Don't make me have to be a lawyer. So yeah, Cesaro world champ. Um, let me see. We will have our truth as general manager because <laughs> where the fuck not? He'd be better than anyone else, I think, at this stage. Uh, Adam Pearce just doing absolutely nothing, getting over like literally. I'm not even going to get into Adam Pearce. And it's nothing against the man. It's about the, the way they have him on the TV looking like a sausage every week. So, yeah. One night you can make a tag team match. One night you can't do my hands. It's like, how the fuck? It was out of your hands. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we'll we'll leave it there then. Because I'll go on an absolute tirade on this poor man. <laughs> I go with MVP for general manager. Love it. I think he'd be a good too. I love that, actually, yeah. That'd be whopper. He's betting the ghost of Shima right now, actually. Is he? Yeah, he's always going on about it on his uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Man like, has time in his hands. He does, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that'd be deadly. Do you know who we actually completely overlooked? Who? Omos. I know. But you don't yeah. need to. He's 7 foot 18. He doesn't need to be yeah. looked over. He, he's looking over everybody else. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lad that doesn't need it. Again, he doesn't need it. He just goes no. out and smashes everybody. Yeah. He does what he wants. When he wants. He does what he wants. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Giant Omos, he does what he wants. <laughs> you, know, you know who would actually be a rapid tag team? Who? Is uh, John Morrison and Ricochet. Yes, actually. Now that you say it, Jeff Hardy hit the bricks. John Morrison, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Morrison, my God, and Ricochet. Fucking hell. You want to have them lucha ropes? Nice and, yeah. nice and tight. <laughs> I love that. That'd be whopper, actually. Cause, oh, do you know what, actually? No. Jeff Hardy, you're back in. You're back in. Tag team champs. Forget about Keith Lee. John Morrison's the US champ. Ooh. Yeah. Keith Lee. Keith, 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 
I'll see Keith now in the morning when I'm in the office, so I'll say that to Keith. Do, yeah. Just, just tell him it had to be done. It's payroll. I up my ass right now. <laughs> yeah. I got rid of them shorts. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they want a new attire. They want a whole new team song, Keith. Yeah. We watch a SpongeBob socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be absolutely shot dead if I even tell that story on here. It's nothing to do with me, though. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Right. We'll leave it there before I get slated anymore. And, uh, yeah, we'll call it a day. That was us coming back, I suppose. A little good Book Man episode. Yeah, feels real good to be back. Before we go, before we go, one more thing. I know we talked about it before. Let's hear it. But Roman Reigns, who do you think is going to be the man to beat him? Whoa. Realistically, realistically with the roster. The Rock and him are, are miles down the line. Miles yeah, yeah. down the line. It's not happening this year. He's gonna I reckon he'll lose the title this year, but who do you think? Biggie. 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 Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. Biggie. Yeah. I think both was there agreeing on that. Yeah. Stamp it, sign it, seal it, deliver it. <laughs> it's Biggie all day. It has to be. He's the he's the Cumberland sausages. He's he's the he's the, the business. So he is. Biggie. Biggie, the Cumberland sausages smack now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, that's he literally he has it all. He has it all. And you can you can put it in anything. You can put a cumberland sausage in a stew. You can put a cumberland sausage in a pizza. You can what else you can do? You can put it in the chicken ballotine if you want. Get fancy with it. Why not? <laughs> so put on some SpongeBob socks and you can do something else with it. <laughs> Biggie is beating Roman Reigns. I don't care what anyone says. Biggie is beating Roman Reigns for that big juicy. Universal Championship. And do you know what I hope he does then? I hope he bins it. I hope he does a Medusa. Takes out the thing. Bang. Puts it in the bin. Do you know what he does then? Makes his own belt. From scratch. You see him in a workshop doing it. I don't, whatever about big gold and the history behind it. I don't want to see him with a spinner either. No. I want to see him carving a new belt out himself. A pancake belt. Big pancake belt. Why not? Do you know what I mean? What written? Backwards. <laughs> Why not? Let's, let's do it. It flashes. It shoots out fucking sparklers, I don't know. But that that's how that's the level that this man's at. He's up here. Do you know what I mean? So he can't do any wrong. That's that's what we're trying to get at. So I think, yeah, he could come out wearing whatever, doing whatever, fighting whoever. But I think if he beats Roman Reigns, he's already a made man, I think. In, in my eyes, Big E's a made man. Um it's I suppose you could say the trajectory is all the way up. But uh yeah, I think that's a good way to close this, yeah. Big E world champion in the next say pff, six months the future the future is here Big E <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a Michael Bay trailer going and it's just all Big E's best moments and yeah let's just finish it there so hey, I'm absolutely thumping AJ Lee into the chest remember that? oh bad out bad out wasn't it chest caved <laughs> fair folks though no, but it's actually funny because I remember seeing the thing. I can't. I, I don't know if it's just on YouTube or what, what he's talking about. Like Big E and he's like, oh, I felt awful because you would, I suppose. Especially a man of his size, caliber, is literally getting hit in the chest with a, a mortar, I'd say. He's <laughs> like, whack, sent <laughs> orbit. But, um, yeah, <laughs> the man can do it all wrong, as you're saying. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it there. That was us kind of rebuilding Raw and whatever, this, that, and the other. Uh, funny because mainly we just talk shy. After every time we made a pick, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll put this person on Raw, and you know why? <laughs> and then we just went down the rabbit hole. But, uh, uh, we, yeah, this is weeks worth of minutes that we've built up. That's it, yeah. If anything, I might just leave it as dead silence now for the next pff, maybe three hours, just let record. 
I'll go off and do my own thing. You go off and do yours. Just put it up on the YouTube. Cool. See you later. <laughs> Seven hour video. See you later. Um no, but yeah, that was us they coming back with about yeah, Book Man episode. We'll do we'll have another podcast tomorrow. Um if Glenn's on, we'll do like a thing about New Japan and stuff like that. But uh yeah, hopefully now this is the start of more regular scheduled programming because I'm all over the place I had to come back to work. You're all right because you've been working. You've been out you're all right. But I am just like I cannot I come home from work and I'm half asleep. I go to work and I'm half asleep. <laughs> and then spending too much time braiding that hair, pal. Yeah, you can see that. Get rid of it. <laughs> Look at that. Whoop. Whoop. Oh. <laughs> Put a saddle on him. Giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that, that race and the travellers do again? Oh, I don't know. Oh, fuck. I can't remember. If you if you know, leave it in the comments because I can't remember. Can't it's remember something gaff. Shanky? No. It's, so, it's Silky Race. Oh, Silky racing, is it? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I remember. Something like that. Anyway, we'll One leave it there. Oh yeah, she's there bombing up the M50 and I'll bother to them. <laughs> Holding up everyone behind them. <laughs> but, but yeah, thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. Um, yeah, as I said, we'll be back here tomorrow anyway. We'll do a quick one about the New Japan and WWE partnership, if that is a thing, or if it's Dave Meltzer talking absolute around from his ring piece of a mouth. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so yeah, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already to watch more lengthy, lengthy conversations like this where you don't know when what we're going to talk about and you don't even know when we're going to end the video because I keep going, I keep talking. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> Dinner's freezing downstairs, I'd say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, whatever. Um, thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening. Wherever you get your podcast, give us a follow. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And then socials. Let me list them off for you. Bebo.com forward slash now. Myspace.com forward slash no. Um, so yeah. Discus Laria Collective on Instagram. Discus Laria on Twitter. And then, yeah, until tomorrow, we'll see you soon. We're back, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>